face in the next bubble screen over here let's throw curls 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 what are the whys right what are the whys there's our the, t- the Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. The Tape Never Lies Network. Yeah, you look at the tape. So uh, as a coach, your your resume is the tape. Loses the football. Strip Bears our but don't you worry there's our live there's our let him sit his ass there again. I don't think we're that much worse. The myth, the rant, legend, Dr. Phil This is football, baby. Culture is the problem. Let's get it on. Little thing. Give me some fucking names. Son of a bitch, you better block. That's what happens. That's what we have to do. And let's get it Give me some fucking names. This is Bears Hour Live. We backed Chicago Bears big winners today. 28-13, two in a row in the division. Chicago Chicago Cubs fans, big losers. Shohei, deal with it. Sorry, Cubs fans. Anyway, let's get back to the Bears. Oh, man, that was fun. I got it. I've been hard on this defense. You got to go out and prove it against a legitimate quarterback. Say what you want about Goff. And uh, he's legit. This defense showed me something today. Now you have to build on it and keep going. But I don't want to steal all my points from my guy here. So let's bring him out so we can get going on this. Bring him out. Bring him out. Oh, we don't need any copyright. But come on. Yeah, we might get something with that. Getsy might get some. I don't know. Where are we here in this world? I don't know, How man. Do, we do this. Two in a row, Phil. Two in a row. Says the smartest man. And 
everybody else who watched it the chicago bears defense deserves a lot of props today obviously if you are mike lombardi today you just look as bad as you possibly can an all-nighter in vegas lost all his money because montez sweat is the real deal and i'm not talking about a vander setting the tone at the line of scrimmage is so important and the chicago bears have what we have said all the time the talent the talent is there the coaching obviously has let you down on so many levels but the talent is out there and that illuminates the football skies of frustration for me because there is so much that this Chicago Bears team could be and haven't been today though that defense played together hustling to the ball scrappy relentless with determination there's no doubting risker playing his ass off out there uh making plays difficult all day long on Jared Goff sweat uh, Jones inside uh, the Javon Dexter has been more than I ever expected from him I mean both rookies really played good but Dexter obviously you saw the sack but there were some other plays there where he's taking on double teams and hustling to the football so I'll be the first one to say, you know, as much as I didn't like Dexter, the choice, here he is growing before our eyes. And you got to give props to that. A lot of people, a lot of fans have been hard on Tremaine Edmonds, but I'll tell you right now, if you watch the tape, what Edmonds did out there was create bad throwing positions for the quarterback. And he put himself in the place. Now, I didn't like him sliding to the ground at the end because you're a four-win team run it back try to score but again that's just me and my personality offensively some of you aren't gonna might want to mute this but the offensive coordinator continues to be a trouble it's going to keep you prevent you from winning games you should win there's no reason why Deonta Foreman isn't in the game in situational football third and two he's not there we're not going to overlook all of the guns and the fake push push handoff toss to dj moore now you got away with one creative play and made the fake handoff pass to, to Justin Fields and then DJ and a great block by Rashawn Johnson on that and they score then you go to the well in critical situations like you don't know the whole momentum of the game started to change there the defense was able to close the leak but the offensive coordinator again fails in critical situational football and the quarterback has not he did not play up to the level he should play if you're a Justin Fields 
guy and fan, you have to look at this from the scope of how many years he's been in this offense and how many times he's missing the open receivers. I'm telling you, the offense doesn't fit him and the offensive coordinator does him no service. But when you are on an island and you have to make the throws and we can go through them on tape and I'll show you, but none is easier than that last second down throw to put the whole game away and continue a drive and you overthrow a not open DJ Moore. It is a wide open DJ Moore. There is no way to miss that throw if you are a great NFL quarterback. And I'm sorry. He has so many inconsistencies. He is the great athlete. He is tough. He is amazing on so many levels. But when the chips are on the line to get to a championship, you are going to have to hit the throw to Cole Komet in the flat, wide open. You can't guess it, aim it. You just have to naturally release it and believe it. Same with the DJ Moore wide open. And the two throws to Mooney, he overthrow. These things have to be better. If you can't take criticism, you are playing the wrong game. Can it be better? This is year four. That's the problem. The inconsistency, even in a win. And I got, you only point out the negative. You only point out the negative. No, I don't. I point out the truth. That's the difference. That's the difference here. I don't pat someone on the back for trying. We saved that for the little kids. This is the big boys table. You've been invited to sit down. You better have the fucking napkin in your fucking lap and watch your fucking manners. Don't think swag rules. It doesn't. Execution does. That's the difference. We have to get the executor here. Now, I will tell you, the number one problem is the coach and the OC. And the defense is playing great. So... He just proves my point that this guy's a great defensive coordinator. I would never, and I know the whole Bears community is going to be divided here, but I would never move on with inconsistent flukes. Eight and 22. Finally, Shane wins back-to-back games and his second division win. Now, if you want to roll the dice on finalies then so be it this culture to me has enough talent that i would get a a a legitimate head coach in here that understands and this is the point that i will make to define the difference between eberflus and a real nfl head coach it's third and two you're up whatever it was 10 Whatever it is, it's third and two. You're inside the 15. I can't remember the score. You are a four-win team at home with all the momentum. 
you come out and shotgun and throw the ball there. That ain't getting it done. That's not your football. That's not defining who you are as a head coach. You know what that is? It's stupidity. And guess what happens with stupidity? It never goes to the championship. It won't. What a real head coach does is gets in three tight ends, brings Deonta Foreman in there and blazing game, and runs it right down their fucking throat for a first down. Continues the drive, scores a touchdown, and you're up without a doubt. There's no chance. Zero, Janice, of Detroit coming back. Yeah, I know the end result. They won the game. Great. You're going to find negative, Bill. I'm just telling you, and I know if you're an honest person, and I think TTNL fans get it, and you're looking in the mirror, you still, and I have people in the league texting me, still nervous with four minutes to go in the game when you shouldn't be at all. And that's the problem, Shane. And that is my rant for today. I hear you, man. I know it's, 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 we come on here and I, I don't, I talked about it at halftime. We talked about it on keeping it 100. And there's, there's a complete divide. At the end of the day, no matter who the quarterback is, I'm a Bears guy. Right. And if, if Ryan Poles goes out and says, we deem Justin Fields the guy and they trade down for a war chest of picks, it is what it is. And you, you better be right. Just like if you decide that Caleb Williams is going to be your guy at number one, you better be right. Now is where you're earning your paycheck when you're Ryan Poles, when you're Ian Cunningham. Now, this right. is the big decision. And, and we're going to see. Caleb Williams has flaws that he's going to have to figure out. Justin Fields is in year three, and Justin Fields has flaws, just like Matt Eberflus does, just like Luke Getze does. And that's the problem. Everybody is stuck in saying that it's all Justin Fields' fault or it's all Matt Eberflus's fault or it's all Luke Getze's fault. It can be all three. Everybody can be culpable for what, what what's going on. And that's where we are. That is what the truth is. Quarterbacks are going to miss passes in games. You just can't consistently do it. And Justin, unfortunately, misses some layups. That's where we that's where we're at. He saved us a lot, but you're you're at go time now. Now it's time to earn your paycheck, Ryan Bowles. Defense, I got to give them props. And I've been banging the drum. We need to pump the brakes because they haven't beaten a legitimate quarterback. This, no matter how you yeah, feel about Jared Goff, he's got I more. I hate Jared Goff. But. Oh, no, no, no. But, Phil, you can't say that. No, I'm not going to. Legitimate I, quarterback in the NFL. I'm totally there with you. I'm just saying. And he is by leaps and bounds the best quarterback that a Matt Eberflus head coach team has beaten. Because before this. Who is it? Sam Howell? Yeah, it would be Sam Howell. So you have to stack. But to Matt Eberflus's credit, listen, 
Jervon Dexter, and you, to your credit, Phil, you were more critical of him than anybody. Yep. You're, you're seeing the growth from him. You're seeing him take a big money player come in like Montez Sweat and continue it. And actually, I think, make him a better player. You're seeing Justin Jones resurgence with a guy like Montez Sweat. To me, he's a classic third guy, but he's playing more here in Chicago because that's that's where we're at. But listen, you have this to the stuff, Jane, that bothers me. Like, well, Bill, what are you talking about? Right. That's there's no guess what? Justin Fields ain't Tom Brady. Tom Brady, if in that situation at 45 years old, is gonna hit that throw. And that's the problem. That's the inconsistency has to be there. And you could take your Mac Jones stuff and listen, Aaron Rodgers coming to the Bears, who the fuck knows who he would be? So it's where you go and situations that happen that define who quarterbacks are. At some point, they have to rise up, rise up and make the plays. Right. And just like with this, uh, Jovan, or Javon, I'm sorry. It's I understand, yeah, the, the throwing hand can be an issue, but where we can't use it for an excuse is missing the layups, missing the wide open receivers has been an issue pre-injury. So that's been there. That's always been an issue with just coming out in the draft. If you go back and you watch ETNL coverage, if you go back and watch any other entity that puts out product like we do, where we're breaking things down, the number one thing with Justin was always, if you could just get him a tick faster with his processing, you'd be where you want to be with him. That's still an issue. He can make fantastic plays, and then the next play is something at the complete opposite end of the spectrum. That's the consistency part that they're talking about. Rolling out on second down and then cutting back in when you can just live to fight another down and throw the ball out of bounds. That shouldn't be a problem in year three. We saw that with Mitch in year four. I don't know if that you can pound that into a guy's head as a head coach. I'm not sure if you ever change that. You end up reverting back to what is comfortable for you, what your norm is. And we'll see, man. This is it's this go is, time for this organization. This is, this is what this is what you want. You win against your division, and now you have four games. Four games left, Shane. Yeah, four. To decide yeah. and you're you're what you are. And you're not you can't make excuses up. You're not cemented in, but you're the number one pick is in wet cement right now. It's just not hardened in place. Carolina Carolina lost, lost 28 to 6. There you go. The Jets Bryce, won. Bryce Young was the Saints. Horrific. Saints won. Yeah, 28 to 6. Right. And listen, if I gun to my head, Jared Goff or Justin Fields, I take Justin Fields every time. Me too. But this is the reality of the manipulation. I'm just speaking the truth. The processing, as you're asking here, it's a Justin issue. It's a Justin issue. I can't make my quarterback process it. He has to go study, 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 
and know where everybody's going to be based on the coverage and the call. Those are the things. So, for example, here's an issue with Justin. Before the half, design boot roll. So you're going to sit in the pocket, spin. The left tackle is going to let the guy, the end, come inside. So he sets to give an easy run to the quarterback inside. Now Braxton, you all remember this play. Now Justin spins outside. So now it's going to be a flood concept. You got a big, deep over flag. And then you got another flag by Mooney underneath it with an in cut by Komet. So you got three levels. Your job on the spin is to decide that safety's there. He's on a trapped island. Boom! Right when you see that safety, it's a throw to Mooney. Boom! You just grip it and rip it there. Justin hesitates. He's and then throws, and then what happens? That safety is able to get back, recover, and bats the ball down. The next play, Justin takes a sack. Fourth down and 15. For whatever fucking reason, Hutchinson jumps off sides. I believe, Shane, they're just trying to get him to jump. Justin then makes the smart decision. Caesar and man. Dime ball. And how many times have we seen that with the Bears, Phil, when they actually do get a free play? Aaron Rodgers has been the master of this. Yes. But how many times have we seen it and they throw a check down? I'm losing my hundred. That was a great throw by oh. Justin. That's what you want to see. That's what I want to see all the time. All right. the time. I'm not going to sit here and fucking sugarcoat shit for anybody. Because you're going to come back here wanting to hear what I have to say when they suck again, right? The truth is going to sting no matter what. So I'm just going to continue to be me. Yeah. Justin doesn't have a connection with Darnell Mooney. 100 Ben Frank, $1.99. I agree. There's yeah, three there's, balls. There's a disconnect there. There's a definite disconnect. I think there. the and second, third, and two when they decide to throw, which was what I'm talking about, it's the wrong call. The, the head coach has to go to the OC. Nope. Run the fucking ball. We're up. We're going to put them away here. No, it's two down territory. Instead, they throw it to the flat. Mooney's open. He puts one hand up. Do you remember this? Yeah. I think the balls and the way it's released, it's sailing on Justin but still if Mooney puts two up he might be able to catch it but it should be easy like boom first down don't like the call right don't throw the ball there take it away real quick Derek we are not ignoring anything and again if you listen to what I just said about six minutes ago Everybody's on it. Bill's too critical of Justin. You're not critical enough. Justin Fields was an issue from college days. He was surrounded by an elite offensive line and elite weapons on the outside. So him holding the ball, he could he could get away with that because he had guys that were first round draft picks that he was throwing to. Number one, number two, number three, and number four. And he had they all went in the offensive linemen that went in the first round and second round. So the processing did not change for Justin with the 
with the footwork change. That is a myth. That is not true. Benin has always since college. I said this to our patrons during the halftime show. As a coach, I got to tell you, the way to fix Justin is not fix Justin. Is to embrace who he is and build your offense around him. What does he do? He runs well, beyond well. He's a threat to any defense. So you're going to run action with him. Everything is going to be attacking edges and then action in the middle of the field. So now he's a see it, throw it passer. You're trying to make him an anticipatory passer. Talked about it on the live feed today, Phil. Who? Stink. What's his name? The former Brock. Oh, yes. That's his nickname, Stink. Schlereth. Schlereth, yes. He talked about it today. Schlereth. See it through a guy. Did he say that on the broadcast? Yes, because that's exactly what we've said. It's like on you'd this like show to see him throw that with a little bit more anticipation there, but he he's waiting for the guy. He's a see it throw it guy. Jay Cutler was the same thing. You might get the random anticipatory throw. That's Bryce Young. That's where he thrives. Is right. on that. Everything else beyond that, I have an issue with. And Phil and I were at odds with that, and that's that's fine. You want that, but. Guys, end of the day, this this can't be a Justin versus the world or everything is on Getsy, everything is on Flus. This everybody that's here mostly is Chicago Bears fans. And we lived through oh, the Bears are gonna regret the day they move on from Mitch Trubisky because Kyle Shanahan's gonna pick him up and win Super Bowls. Bill Belichick's gonna pick him up and win Super Bowls. And we're going through the same thing with Justin. If they move on, if they move on from him, it it may not even be a, a talent issue. Finances are going to play into this because of the fifth year option, guaranteeing him twenty five million for twenty five. Right. That's a part of it. If they draft Caleb Williams, and I know people don't want to hear the name Caleb Williams, I have Caleb Williams as the number one quarterback, and I don't have it. Close to Drake May, who's I'm a hundred percent with you, and I don't give a shit if he cried in his mother's arms, and people are fired up. I don't like the the fingernail stuff with him taking shots at the other team. That's not going to fly in the NFL, and you address it with him if he's here. That's fine. The blowing off the media, yeah, fuck that. You that's that's a problem. I don't like that. You address it with him. The emotion. I want a guy that's emotional. To me, that shows that it matters to him. But that's fine. We're not there yet. We have lots of time to talk about Caleb Williams. But we got a lot of time to talk bringing, about that. Pointing out flaws with people and people getting upset. No, it's it's the they changed his footwork. He was he was hurt today. No, everything we saw today has been an issue the entire time. And then he'll make amazing plays. What's the issue? It's a word. It rhymes with consistency. It's consistency. He's just inconsistent. And that has been the consistent issue. I'm sorry. And as as a coach, I'm just telling you, the offensive game plan, there is still no identity. And there's still no understanding 
of how to build around Justin. And I go back to Chris Collinsworth and his comments that was clearly from the offensive coordinator and the coaches with praising Tyson Bajit and the quick decisions and release and blah, blah, blah. That's not Justin's game. So the problem is the coach. Sorry, Otis. Sorry, Keys guy. Sorry, all of them. Because you, as the head coach, the team is a reflection of you. And the offensive coordinator doing the dumb, consistent, dumb shit is going to regress, hurt, and completely confuse your fan base on who Justin Fields is. Justin Fields is an elite athletic freak talent at quarterback this offense that they're running doesn't fit what he can do to teams legitimately week in and week out and it's unfortunate that you continue to stay with it this is a team that fired two coaches but fails to fire the offensive coordinator. Yes, the same guy who ran the fucking toss play to DJ Moore. When you have a 235-pound tailback that has averaged four yards per carry, he's back in the lineup. We've had more running backs in, I mean, just look at this. Anybody that's defending the offensive coordinator. Uh, nobody here said that they should have drafted Bryce Young. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Other than being a, a jackass in the chat. Nobody. I said he's an anticipatory thrower. And I had tons of issues beyond that is exactly what I said. Bro. No, we all agreed. And I loved Bryce Young. and still do. That you stay with Justin Fields to get this analysis of his growth if his consistency but back to this point the offensive coordinator continues to fail with personnel usage and most importantly the quarterback the quarterback speaking of failures as this guy just i don't know cody go crazy 499 thank you commit turning horizontal on that second down catch, instead of going forward, was only confusing to those who don't watch tape. Typical commit, yes. I texted Shane and Ivan and Ryan Cox uh, earlier when that play. I just he his the kid is better than I say he is. I'll give it today. He he played good football, but his football IQ. Sometimes just lie. like put your shoulders down, go forward, know the situation. It infuriates me. Cole Komet sometimes with his blocking misses and situations. It is, but it is it is what it is with him. Like when we see him get it right, then I'm happy. Yatazaka, Eric S499. Damn, Flus save his job and Justin just did did just enough needs consistency yeah just enough isn't gonna win guys and i don't think if you're an organization saying that win saves your job i don't i don't want to be a part of that organization let's see how you finish out that's what saves your job finish this out 
go undefeated be nine and eight win they don't have a tough road they play the browns falcons cardinals cardinals and packers Packers. come on win out Yeah, so I don't. I I'll give you this, Don. You just You're proved right. to DJ me that you don't. You don't. You don't watch any tape if you think that the receivers aren't open. It just you proved it. We've showed you here time and time again. He's just he's got to rip the ball, guys. If he does that, he's a different quarterback, and it's a flaw. Plain and simple, Phil. Do you want to disagree with me on that? Say that again. I was reading this. He said that Justin has nobody to throw to. The receivers aren't open. No, that's a fucking bold-faced lie, bro. It is. That means you're not watching any tape. It's fine. Sign up, become a patron. I'll bring you on the show. We'll go through the tape live. I did a live tape breakdown this past week with all of our fans. There's nowhere to hide. I don't create shit. I don't fucking cherry pick. Just show you the truth. Let me answer Otis. If this coach... So when we win out, are you still out on the coach? No. That's what I just said. Show me that. Win out. I'm out on the OC, 100%. He needs to be gone. 100% needs to be gone. He's terrible. And where you do have to give Flus credit, I said, obviously, I think he's turned... You know, he's taken steps clearly with the defense. And I don't care what anybody says. The guys are not laying down for him. The guys, no. the guys are the guys are playing hard for him each and every week. I mean, you can I see- saw at the end of the game, you saw Stevenson run up and give him a hug. And that to me is so exactly the opposite yeah. of what you're saying. Demarcus you know. Walker from the locker room sends out a tweet. Yeah, bear the fuck down. Sorry, kids. Had to be said. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I like this defense. I think Eberflus, not being a head coach on any level, is doing him quarterback a huge disservice, and the football team staying with Luke Getze. He is not the one. He is not the one. E will 48 999. Thank you, E will. The scary things about this win and their schedule looking forward is they can win three out of the next four, which means they will keep Eber loss. I can see the press conference now shaking my head. Listen, if they win out, if they the win out, way, he's not going anywhere. You that's the only way you keep him. If they go three and four, he's gone. You're gonna have to move on. Well, I, think a, a lot, I even think it goes beyond that, Phil. I think it's going to come down to what they do at quarter, what their decision is at quarterback. You talked about it on Keeping It 100. We went all the way back. If you didn't see Keeping It 100, uh, you want to go check that out. This week, we got the great Matt Waldman to come on with us this week. Lots of quarterback talk on that Lots one. Lots of quarterback talk and what he thinks about Justin Fields and the draft and the bears and what they should do and running back but anyway uh damn i forgot my point just now we talked about it on keeping it 100 i was saying 
Oh, that it's gonna be it's gonna come down to what they decide to do at quarterback. Oh, that was it. Thank you. Yeah. Dick Jaron, Lovey Smith inherits Rex Grossman. Didn't choose Rex, inherits him. Same thing. John Fox didn't want Mitch Trubisky. First round pick. Matt Nagy inherits him. Didn't really uh, want Jay Cutler. Didn't want Jay, that's right. Jay Cutler. We can add Jay Cutler, Grossman, Mitch Trubisky. And now Justin Fields, Matt Eberflus, inherits him. It's the same pattern that we continuously see ending up in failure. I don't use stats for points. <laughs> Joe, this is a great comment, Joe. It's so true because that was a big thing early on. This is going exactly. to stunt their development. They're going to have him for one year and he's gone. He's going to be a head coach. Things change fast in the NFL. Here is our next question. Quinn Bozak. Get the Bozak. Processing. 499. Processing speed. If you could upgrade one aspect of Justin Fields' game, what is it? Also, I want Puss Flus and Screensy. Screensy. I like it. Go on right freaking now. We have talent, bad coaching. I agree with your last point there. Your question. Shane says processing. I say processing, anticipation, accuracy on those anticipation throws. That's where he needs to improve. I not I know the footwork, the fall away throws, the square of the shoulders getting low and driving down with your eyes are not on the throw. That happened. Why did he miss that last throw? Deep across the middle because he drove on the ball and he ducked his head. So now the ball trails and flies up. And I'll show you it. Watch where his foot is. That's the game. That's like the slam dunk to win the game and it bricks off the front end of the rim. You got to hit that. Can't miss that. Yeah. Just real quick, take that. Oh, Let me pop this up. I just want to answer Don because it's we had our back and forth. Yeah, Don, I've been on this multiple times. I've talked about it, I don't know, maybe 20, 20 times. To me, the quarterback debate for me is Justin Fields or Caleb Williams. Beyond that, I'm not in. Though one of those two will be my quarterback next year. If the Bears finished and had the number two pick in the draft and Caleb Williams went number one, I'm Staying with, I am not moving forward with Drake May over Justin Fields under any circumstances. No way. If the Bears have the number one pick, I think with everything considered, they're going to go Caleb Williams because they get the financial control for the next four or five years and they can keep on adding to the team. If somebody wants to give them the godfather offer in terms of a trade, I think that they'll entertain it. But I to me, though, those are my options at quarterback. I know Phil has a difference of opinion on Drake May. He's higher than I am. But to well, me, I like I like the Heisman winner. I like Drake May. I like yeah. this quarterback class. But for me, it's it's Caleb Williams or if, if you have the number one pick, I'm sorry. You have Caleb to move Williams. on. You have to take Caleb right. Williams. Caleb Williams to me, you could trust me or not, but I'll show you on tape. Is a is the baby of Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. 
those elite traits all over the place to what he is and what he does. <laughs> Accuracy and anticipation aren't even a concern. It's like mind-boggling some of the throws that he makes surrounded by talent that isn't first-round wide receivers all over the place. That ain't happening at USC. A happy Matt Eber. Okay. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, guys, certainly excited about the victory in there. Um, a lot of celebrating in there. It was good. And, uh, you know, obviously started out the game strong. Like how we started out on offense, you know, driving the ball down the field. Drinking the egg nuts. Um, you know, a pretty good solid start there in the first quarter. You know, and then we went for it on the, on the fourth and one. That's kind of where momentum shifted a little bit. Um, and that was a good go. I mean, it was, at the, you know, we're outside our kick line there. And he reminds so they, me of this dude that you know, goes into the movie there. They had an alignment where they tries you know, to give you a synopsis of the movie you know, every time. Momentum shifted. You know, they went down and scored on us. And uh, here's what I did there from the first half. It was a great scene and, uh, in the beginning. You know, so it really re- uh, just gathered the guys at halftime and just told them a little bit about, hey, this is where this is where it is right now. You know, it's uh, it's a tie game, and we just got to do a really good job of executing our fundamentals and basics. And that's what uh, I did watch the game, and it was three Bible. interceptions. That was our biggest so thing that we wanted to talk you didn't about. Watch. You know, for improving ourselves. You had five for the year. And I talked to you guys, of course, you know, during the week. Yeah, that, you know, that's going to change my mind. Position. Yeah, because Pat Mahomes didn't have four in a game at Texas Tech. Really working as a unit, right? And uh, that was God forbid. You know, let's worry about like let's worry about really, uh, stats on in one game. On third down, it's pain. Oh my God, do a good enough. You need to become for that. So we had to sign up now. And the guys came out you know, in the second half and did a really good job of executing the calls. And uh, that gave us a chance to win it. You know, it's obviously oh, a good momentum change you know, uh, that we talk about was obviously right, the third and 13 going. I can't believe it either. And us going out there. They and, fixed and the mic. And us hitting that shot to DJ. You know, that was a big momentum shifter there. And then the very next. I play, like Jalen James. haven't gotten to the questions yet. Dale. Damon. I I loved it was good. Daniels you know, it's, uh, obviously big, big won the Heisman. Got to love that. It was a big part of it. You know, offensive. I Lance Briggs. Kyle Long said he got to meet him. Defense did a nice job. And he goes, the ball away. We were love him. Great kid. He's taller than I thought. But man, does he need to eat some cheeseburgers. Finish it in the fourth quarter. You know, that's always a big part of winning in the NFL. I know. Corn. did that today. Why did nobody bring a sign? Fucking just. I blame Andrew. And, uh, and Courtney, our patron, they didn't even fucking bring a sign. Jesus. Oh, oh the guys were saying they did not expect Zaid. Zaid. And I, he was right. Zaid was right. Processing is that ask of Justin to be able to react in the moment and then run a good play at a time when you're not expecting to run a play at all. Yeah, you have a couple options off of that when they jump. You know, one of them is you know, you go, I'll go, you know, and that's, that's what we did. And, you know, DJ's hard to cover. He's hard to cover when you got a guy, you know, over top Man. of him or just one guy on him like that. So um, a really good throw, really good catch and a really good reaction, you know, because when they jump, you got to beat Man them. Knows. The defense isn't quite ready uh, when that happens. And what happens is, is a lot of times the D line stops, you know, when they jump off sides, they stop, they hesitate. So you have a little bit more time. And that's exactly what happened on that play. What, in your estimation, sold that to make them jump? What's that? What do you, what do you sense made them jump? What do you Didn't make them, them jump. It, just, it made Aiden Hutchinson jump. 
really it's a hard count, asshole. Yeah, it's, it's called the NFL really football. Like, who, who asked got that? I mean, good the fuck asked that, that question? Of and that's what it was. I will pay for Corn Planter to be in these pressers. Can he be our Larry? Does it feel good to win two in a row, Coach? Coach, uh, they do a great job. I work for you, and I want to ask you this question to help you support you. How does it feel to win two? He sure did, George. They do a great job. Making those that a lot, and we all gather quarterbacks in there. We talk about what our plan, what happened, where was the breakdowns, and then. What's good? What are we gonna do going forward? And uh, this is the be thing. Calls, I'm right they don't want to build around Justin. That's the thing. On third down, well, OC is not helping and Justin. Do a great job with uh, with coming together that and way. Shane, I gotta ask that fucking throw into the leg of the offensive lineman. Did you think it was intentional grounding? Oh, you mean with Justin? Yeah, I think it's a big deal. You know, it's it's been a long time coming. Like that for me, Kevin. Three pointer. I go. We got away with one there. The guys are super excited, but we could. We never get calls. With the improvement was was happening, over time, and I just kept telling them, if you keep doing right, it's going to be right, and good things are going to happen. And two most important things is the oh, ball and the fourth quarter finish. And, Come on, uh, Daniel. You guys always stayed together. Right? Daniel, so give him a fucking where, link. You know, I want Daniel on the show. Fuck it. Bring Daniel on the show. Because they hung together through it. Give that dude and, a link. You know, football's tough Daniel win, Evans. You know, so it's uh, it's really good by, the, by them. Talk that shit. What what should we say? Doing the work patterns right. because What should we say? Right. They just they want you to lie to everybody and say that there's no. I've never been in a world. Well, there's nothing that shocks me now. There's so many shitty people in this world. Yeah, I mean that was uh, that's the call where they're on that on the minus field, and uh, you know we just uh, that was a call we really liked um, in that situation. Um, you know, it's a kind of a slanting line. You know, we actually you know, we uh, right into it. That's and, our guy uh, right there. I just can't I understand it either. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I agree on it. I used to love Anzalone, but man, he's dude. He's Harrison Smith dirty now. He's getting dirty fucking plays. I said the same. Even Tate sitting next to me, like he's seventeen tackles. I mean, thrown out of the game. That happened in in my career to have a guy have that many tackles. I honestly can't remember. I mean, I have to go look it up. But that's amazing. And what he brings, what Brisker brings, is is the reason why we drafted him. You know, Dude, Brisker you know, played a hell of a football game today. About guys we acquire you had a couple of fills, though, man. Because what does that do? Crazy. Fills? Brings a passion and no. juice to everybody else. <laughs> no, where he was supposed like to be that. in his lane, and he no, the one got a hand on him. He just was yeah, like, "Fuck yeah, it, I'm done." You can feel that there goes Gibbs for 36. That was on. That was on. Keep bringing guys like that in here. Oh, I know. Dude, and Ryan and his crew are. If Gibson. Gibbs catches that ball. Yeah. He's just a house call. Just think. I mean, there's a lot of plays in this game. I have never seen St. Brown drop two balls like that. How is the motherfucker open on fourth and 17? What did I text you and Ivan at the time, Phil? I'm like, here comes the deep end to St. Brown. And Debbie dropped it. I was like, holy shit. He dropped it. Really for you know the Chicago oh Bears fans, and, and they were great out there today. They were loud when they needed to be loud. It was it was awesome, and and uh, I just want to tip my hat to the fans. And then touch, the touchdown, uh, DJ's touchdown run. 
first quarter. Here's what you like about the design that you guys installed, and obviously the execution. Yeah, that's a cool play, wasn't it? I, was I, I like that. That's uh, that was good because you got your two best players right there. You know, guys that really are are you know. You know, what the defense is really worried about, you know, and you got one going this way and one going that way. So they draw attention. And I thought it was really It's cool called a misdirection during coach. the week. And it was well executed, you know, and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's fast, you know, really fast. And he can get to the corner. And what's great about DJ, and you can see that when he catches the ball, his hands are so strong, but he's got great contact balance. It just makes you wonder how the game plan in the first half isn't to throw the ball. Zero targets. Zero targets. Think about that. Think about what Eric Clemens said. Third yeah, and two. It was, it was big. You know, we, we've been focusing on that. Like we talked about, you know, for the bye week improvement. Shane, you know, they did listen to and, us and, and ran a fake toss boot throw. Yeah. I was uh, impressed. You know, we always bring taking baby advantage. steps. You know, when you do that, you know, and we have. You know, every time they're under center, you know, they run toss. Start, you're doing this, you're doing that. You know, it's, it's, it's important. Every time. And we pointed it out insane. to him, show at the team meeting, and, and the guys want to do right. Matt, the fourth and one the pitch number, uh, where it looked like Justin was under center. Was he supposed to sneak it there and just saw something? Chris is asking, problem with Fields yeah. is anticipating yeah, that was a, that was a throws. Yeah, so we are going to fake the, uh, you know, the – Does a solid OC and QB then, coach, uh, we does that not help sure. correct that it's issue? It can help him work on it, but it comes – it's um, up to so him to do it. Executing on you that have play. to believe, play. Chris. What I do love about that play, though, is that DJ, when he ran it, like when he you, knew he was going to get tackled – There's a really throw by Goff. He just rifles it past Edmonds, and the kid catches it on the backside. You remember that throw? That's – that's NFL throws. Not everything's going to be wide open. That's why we get so fired up when you miss the wide open. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, he's you know, got to do it. You can keep working on it, working on it, keep working on it. Feel we got to do a better job. Justin has to go home and keep working. Regain momentum is always about knowing that the game's sixty minutes long, and we can regain momentum. And our defense did a heck of a job coming out in the second half, and I think we went a couple three and outs in a row, maybe two or three of them. And uh, did a nice job with that. We took the ball away a couple times, and and I'm torn. You know, when you're that's the there, thing. The hesitation's got to go away. Can't be fucking defending this shit right there with the calls and the execution. I show it to people on tape. Practice um, a few times uh, during this week, and uh, the guys did a good job. Do you feel like you have? I don't care about Jalen Daniels' like skinny side. I just I don't. I think he's going to be fine. Jared Goff is is half the size and strength an athlete that Daniels is. Yeah, I mean, you know, as you acquire more talent, you can do, you can let those guys play, you know, and let those guys do things and play more coverage, and you can do that. And we we still pressure the bunch today, but um, I love our players, you know, offense, defense, and, you know, in the kicking game, I, I love all of them, and they're doing a great job. Of like I said, hanging together. But in terms of answering your question, Jason, yeah, I feel I feel a lot better about it, and uh, it's it's coming in the right direction, and you can certainly feel that on the field. Characterize the. the Did they just say last one? Yeah, it's it's like you said. Flu should it's opportunity. opportunity for us to put our best foot we'll forward. Talk up here a little bit, you know, and and be able to uh, you know stay the course. And being able to come, keep coming together and keep executing at a higher rate, according uh, to whoever, out there he's got no up. receivers you know, so open. The same mindset. We're I just laugh at, at that. And we're gonna. We were there, to, Toby. Uh, you know, make sure we look at it. We were there, way. Toby. I was looking for you. Rose-colored glasses because you won the What's game. Up, Toby. That's not it. You got to learn from this game and, and get better.
Thank you. Coach Eberflus. Yeah, Lovey got fired after a 10 and 6 season. We've seen that. We got to ram into these things. Chris R, 499. In my opinion, the reason the D coordinator hasn't been replaced at any point is polls are higher, has decided Flus is likely gone after this year. Uh, I don't know how that merits not replacing. They brought Phil. What's his name? White? Snow. Snow. Snow White and the Seven Door in there. Helping the daily issues. Love that purple. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, basically, we're just lined up in a formation. And, um, you know, we try to just get him to jump off sides. So just went on one and did a, you know, a dummy protection adjustment uh, to make it feel like a real play. And, of course, the second one, you know, we got somebody to jump. And then, I mean, at that point, you want it. You want to convert because I think it was fourth and what twelve you said. So that's only a five yard penalty. So um, did a great job of front protecting. Um, I think Ted did a great job selling it and stuff like that. DJ ran off the ball hard, and then we practiced that you know each and every week. So uh, it was it was great execution by every by everyone. Why the key to selling that without being over dramatic and overselling it to where they don't believe it? Just treat it like the same play, like just just treat it like a normal play. And um, are you, you know, liking the Fu Manchu? You know, knowing that's gonna come, so um, you know just just treating it like a normal play. The challenge is to take advantage of it. I understand how you guys got it, but to be ready to run a real play at a time when you're not expecting there to be one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a challenge because we we practiced it, you know, multiple times a week. So, uh, you know, we're used to it. Happened, might happen like three times this past week during practice. So, not you know, during practice and walkthrough. So, um, it's just like a said, callback to the it happens every week. Last and, uh, the, the post game presser we, we, we against Minnesota. John, you're a patron. Football. I didn't realize how sensitive you are. You have to have some laughs, man. Everybody takes everything so personal when it comes to Justin Fields. I don't get it. I mean, yeah, there's we we know as a team that they're going to be ups and downs during the game, and you know we try to stay even keeled um, throughout the whole time. So I think the guys did that. Um, you know, I, I think personally we did leave a lot on the field. Um, I think we could have been better in some areas, but um, you know, at the end of the day, I want to hear you say, I missed. Some throws out job. there. I'm fucking pissed. Then I just that just makes me want and, um, just, just this kid to stay here even more. Would Not you, we, me. DJ run for touchdown the first quarter. What's your point of view? Yeah, I mean, I was tired that play. I'm so glad Luke called that play. But um, I mean, yeah, my job is just to uh, you know, fake the end around, and you know, maybe they think we got a trick play or something coming up, but. No, great blocking. Um, I think DJ just walked in pretty much untouched. So great play calling. Uh, great blocking up front. You ever had to sell a run fake before? Is it, is, is not um, yeah, we did it a few times last year. I know we did it against Dallas and then um, maybe another game. But, yeah, we, we, we did it last year. Uh, There's our guy, Hans, in Germany. I was excited because I was tired. Uh, <laughs> that's the only reason I was excited. So, you know, I just do my job, fake the uh, little handoff, and, I'll get a little breather and then he scores, so that made it even better. But, um, I mean, yeah, um, uh, I just treat it like a regular play and um, just do my job. You know, it could be a big play, it could be not. So, my biggest thing is just going out on that play and doing your job. And everybody did, did, did their job and uh, turned out successful. So, yeah. Justin, you said you guys left some stuff on the field. I think if Flus is back, said, I think uh, Justin's back. Is the quarterback. Yeah, what do you look at from your own game? A good game. And say I can do more than this. I can do more in these areas. Say so what do I look at? Your game, yeah. Yeah, I mean just what I mess up on. So 
know there are a few throws I missed. That dagger to DJ. Uh, I'm still sick about that one. It's not a narrative, man. You're 100% but, um, wrong. Yeah, there were most plays in the game where it was executed better. Um, I think he can process. He's a slow processor. That better. It's always been the Got exactly what we thought we were going to get. And, um, I mean, yeah, but just the, just the third downs. Um, and just to, you know, Anybody down. hating on Darnell Mooney honestly has never played the game. That's all that says to me. Because just like Dub is saying, dude has been open, been overthrown, thrown on the wrong side. It's been over and over. We documented on tape. It's finishing everybody doing a job. Darnell Mooney isn't a problem. Trust me. Justin, what is it? What is it about this defense? I mean, four times now you've just demolished them. The way that you run against it. I mean, is there something you're seeing the way that their ends are playing that's allowing you to be that effective? I mean, yeah, they did pretty. They did a pretty Effective. Good job today. I think most of my runs. Jared Goff wore two gloves. I think they did a pretty good job today of you know containing me in the. Uh, it's just the showcase of how. And he took not Goff. I'm talking about Justin. Going off Courtney, he looks like he got fucking smacked. Eight and how they're not called. The first play of the game. One. He even pointed his head and he's like, what the fuck? He slid to the ground. He's giving himself up. It should have been a fucking flag. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous the shots that he takes. How are you feeling, first of all? And then, second of all, what kind of impact do you think seeing the feedback up like that? Yeah, I mean, I'll be good, um, you know, body wise, but. Um, you know, I think I could probably, you know, take some hits, uh, take some hits off by throwing the ball away or, you know, checking it down faster. So, um, you know, all of those sacks, you ain't lying, on, you know, on the O line and stuff like that. So I just got to look at the just like the one to come at Phil when he was going in the end zone, faster, throwing the ball away, boom, 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 and just move on. But, um, oh my god, faster on that, I mean, yeah, just, just so there. walk in the end zone, throw, he throws a lollipop. And I don't even know what he was doing. And it was Bring late. the coverage over there. Um, it it's might late. be, but, you know. Um, just hit it. I think we all just play for each other out there. Um, every drive, we go out there and play for each other. So, um, I think there are plenty of times where, you know, guys could have stepped out of the game. They might might have not been feeling their best. I know some guys are banged up on offense, but, you know, we, we all play through it and play for each other. And that's, you know, what you want out of a teammate and, um, you know, from your coaches and your teammates. So, what do you yeah. think a win like this can do for the next month of the season here in terms of you're riding your first win streak in almost two years. Right? It feels like the team's playing better. How can you parlay this into a strong Um We're focused on that. Everything you're saying, you know, don't get high, don't get too high, don't get too low, and, um, you know, just keep working, keep getting better each and every day. Um, like I said earlier, there's a lot of spots to improve. Um, like Cole said, we probably could have put up 40 if we wanted to, or if we, of course we wanted to, but if we could have, you know, executed better. But um, you know, just I'm going back, he corrected that. that same mindset, working and just getting better each and every day. Touchdown scramble. At what point did you realize that that running lane was was there for you? Um, I mean, when I kind of stepped to the right a little bit, I really just saw green guy, green grass. I was looking, you know, for DJ to throw because he was one on one and kind of the back corner. But um, then I kind of just looked down and saw you know green grass right there. So um, this just ran. What's your confidence level now? After two wins for the first time, uh, what's your confidence level going into the final stretch of the year? They just asked literally the same Thanks. question. Yeah. Uh, hmm. We've always had confidence. If you don't have confidence in yourself, you have no shot. So, um, you know, like I think somebody asked me that in there, but um, 
mean, yeah. We exactly. Have he thinks someone as, already asked him. Player, as a team, we have confidence, and, you know, we know who we are as a team, and we know what we can do as a team. So, um, like I said, it's just not getting too high or too low, not getting too cocky, and uh, knowing that we have, you know, areas that we can improve in and, you know, that we just have to keep going tomorrow, keep getting better, and um, practice, just keep, you know, focusing on the details and just the little stuff in the game. So, with Drew and Moon, as has always been, it seems like you guys have been a little bit off. He hasn't quite been with you on the video. You haven't quite put it where he expected just to come through a little bit off. I know you've been working with DJ and getting cold in the backs and balls, but two moves don't seem like they're quite as connected as you always have. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, like I said, there's always room to improve. There's some. I wish he would say, I have to throw, I have to make these throws. He did earlier. He, connect, he but, said um, he's got to do a better job. That's why we work. He did say that. Doing extra routes and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. You know, I've told you since I got here. Moon. One one thing about Darnell Moon, he's gonna put in the work to uh, be successful. So um, you know, I'm not really worried about that at all. So we're just gonna you know, keep working and keep keep going at it. So. Just, so just not to put you in a situation where you just sound selfish. It seems like the offense is much better when they're playing according to the strengths. Is there has there been any discussion between you and the coaching staff? About emphasizing, emphasizing, just playing according to your strengths. Like I, I noticed, uh, like offensively, we got to run a lot of RPOs, mm -hmm. a lot of play actions. Uh, it seems like uh, you're at your best, but it seems like when you're in the pocket, there's not a lot of movement. It seems like there's a lot of stagnant situations taking place. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. He was on the right track with this question. For a couple of years now, so um, he knows what really everybody does best. So. This is a good question. I'm going to start. Connor. Game plan in terms of, you know, our opponent. Ignacio. You know, also you have to think of what everybody else does well on the offensive side of the ball. Put it there so we don't forget it. Got you, Connor. You're trying to catch up on all of these questions and not just do all of the super chat questions. His last one was the first Minnesota game, the game he got hurt. difference does the field condition make this? From up top, it looks much better than it usually does. Yeah, I mean, funny you say that because when I sat right on the field, I mean, I noticed how Were the Bills playing today? Whoever's keeping up with the field is definitely doing a great job of, you know, handling What's the grass. And, Who did the Bills play today? Uh, not 100%. Oh, it's giving us scores. Bills does. up um, so 14. I'm one of the guys that, you know, likes turf because you know what you're going to get. You know, you, you know what turf's going to get you. But, um, I mean, the, the field was, 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 was pretty good out there today. So. Chiefs. Who said something along the lines of these last couple weeks, especially these last two wins? Does that matter to us? No. What does that show you guys about kind of buy-in, momentum that you're carrying over from the Minnesota game and what you can do to finish out? This is good news, Don. I missed it. But I'll be better. That's on me. Talking about the last couple weeks, that like the wins are proof that it's working and showing you guys that in the locker room. They might is this the biggest win for the Bears under Eberflus? Yep, by far. There you go. I mean, yeah. Um, so it basically just shows us the formula of winning. So takeaways. Um, I just, stuff like I was that. looking for it, Brad, 100%. Glad he's. That, He's doing that. Is, you know, eventually, to where you win games, winning the fourth quarter and finishing. That's important. So, as long as we focus on those um, aspects, those situations, um, you know, we're more likely to win again than lose a game. And, Nano, you got to simulate it in practice and over, beg the quarterback to trust over. it. Just yeah. please trust it. Believe in it that it's going to come open. 
if you're listen, when you're playing man, this is easy shit. You get man to man. Justin loves that because it's easy. That's what we're talking about. See it, throw it. When you get zone, you're gonna have to anticipate this route in your brain. So if your back is turned because you're going action or you're down looking down because you're in the gun a hundred fucking times, you have to mesh like it's going to be a run. Get your eyes up. I have to know if I'm looking there, just think I'm look. This is my straight down the field. The camera's here. I'll do it from here. Then I'm looking at you. This is my straight down the field, right? I have to know my guy on my right outside is running a deep in at 17. The guy in the slot is running a flag at 15. The guy in the backside is running a flag at 17. So when I look straight down, that safety and zone is going to tell me he can't make it there. And I anticipate the open circle in the zone and throw it there. So there's so that's why it's the hardest position in all of sports. You have to have the knowledge in your brain pre-snap. Identify the coverage, know the play, know all the routes, and get to that third, fifth, or seventh step and deliver based on what you see. When you get man-to-man, every quarterback is in the NFL loves that because now it's situation of choosing the right matchup. So even if it's man-to-man versus DJ Moore versus anyone, you fucking throw it to DJ Moore accurately. He's going to catch it, right? Right. Right. Now the the problem for Fields is zoning up against them. Okay, now they're zoned. Who do I throw to? You got to find it. You got to look one way. And now I know Cole Komet is wide open because that safety jumped across because I was looking that way. It's all a part of this process, and you have to go over it and over it and over it and beg your scout team to play like their fucking lives matter, to give that quarterback the simulated look. Do I know that that's going on there? I don't. I don't. But I know that I would make that shit happen. It would be over and over. I wouldn't even worry about man coverage. He could do that in his fucking sleep. It's the zone concepts thrown at him. And now you got to deal with the pass rush. Once you take your head down, you miss some shit. And we've seen it. He's missed it. Just real quick, Phil, before we put Ethan up there, I think this is important because I've had a lot of people reach out. DDPA, see your film breakdown on YouTube. Am I missing it somewhere else now? Van, actually, yes, you are. Head over to thetapeneverlies.com, sign up, become a patron. And you will have access to all that. Or to make it easier, if I remove your comment right there, you can scan that little QR code down there in the left-hand side with your device, and it'll take you right there where you can sign up. Become a TTNL patron. Seven bucks a month. And I think you'll be happy because it's not just those there. We have we have a lot of content, and it's only going to ramp up in the offseason, that's for sure. Especially with the NFL draft. I saw my boy Chris Harold. Shout out to him over here. Uh, 
all of the college coaches tape, breaking down a lot of these prospects, offensive linemen, the quarterbacks, obviously the receivers. So you're going to be looking at several positions that the Chicago Bears could be attacking based on how this season ends, and we will break it all down. I also did something different this week just to piggyback off this. I took what I normally do and make a video and upload it. This week, I took the video that I normally do because there's steps to doing it that I have done for years, and I went live with the patrons to show them as I broke it down live and telestrated it what was going on and what was transpiring and was able to answer some of their questions in the process. So it was something I'd never done. I had the music going. It was a lot of fun. So I might do that again this week and make that a live show for our patrons on our network. Okay. So Ethan Kotz or Krauts. There's no R unless it's, unless it's that famous silent R we all, we all hate the old silent R. <laughs> if they win out, no matter how ugly, are you still keeping fields? This coaching staff will be all new. Um, if they, they win, win out, I think the coaching staff is here, and I think Justin Fields is here. That's I think the way that I, I think do. if they win out, that's gonna happen too. Yeah, and then you unfortunately, I don't believe in Eberflu, even after this win. Listen, I'm not afraid to keep my truth transparent. A lot of these flip-floppers won't, but I promise you, Shane and I, I don't think Eberflus is the answer. Loved what I saw today. I'm critical of him continuously keeping this OC. The the big thing is, like I said, if you bring this coaching staff back, let's just say they went out and it's Flus is back, Justin is back, you mortgage the number one pick to the – to the highest bidder you are going to if you think you got a lot for for what you know what you got in return last year is going to pale in comparison to what you're going to get this year it's just a fact and you you may have the ability if new england is at number two you may have the ability to listen you were going to get a second first round draft pick to move down one spot last year that was a done deal and then houston balked and they made the deal so it's that there's lots of pathways that they can go with this and it's going to be interesting now now ryan pole's got to earn your money super chat we're going into the super chats you want your question your whatever your comment jump on there throw it in there get right to it right now shane and phil how much of fields non-development do you put on the horrific coaches teachers he's had to deal with since being drafted love you guys by the way keep up the great work 100 thank you hl priest a hundred percent on the coaches yeah it is and you have to there's an accountability in there with the player phil these guys it's not these guys aren't with the coaches all offseason we've seen how many of these guys they go to the quarterback gurus they do mm-hmm. all of that they do all of that and it's it's mostly the coaches but the, there's accountability with Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, George McCaskey, Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields, Luke Getze, all of these guys. Mostly I think yeah. the biggest issue is 
with the head coaches. I think you're hundred percent right there. I said a hundred percent, but it's thinking he's asking it a different way, but to Shane's credit got me back on that track, like the Tyco cars and those electric tracks you'd get on Christmas. People have to realize guys, this, this may not just come down and you, you can say that you don't, you don't want to believe in this finances are going to be in play here when you can have a cost control quarterback for the next four to five years with the chance of him being elite in that process. Exactly. And it doesn't matter that you, you can't be the miss of CJ Stroud, right? You can't be the miss of Patrick Mahomes again. You're going to have to ask that question as Shane is saying. The fifth year is going to be coming up. Are you willing to pay $253 million to Justin Fields? Guaranteed. Well, with the fifth year, or it could be $283 million. With the, with the fifth year time. option, you have to pick, I believe it's May 4th, 22. So it's literally right after the draft. And that's right. guaranteeing his salary for year five, which he's going into year four next, next year. But you would be guaranteeing him $25 million for, for 2025. Right, so you're you're technically buying time, but that's that's fine. You're the never are you going to have the number one pick after there? Exactly. Right. Is there going to be a quarterback? It's all going to come down if they do. They believe in Caleb Williams. Do they believe in Drake May? Do do they believe in the kid from LSU? Do they believe in somebody else? I, when I say that I'm choosing between Caleb and Justin, that's the way that I have them broke down. That's the way that I am. I'm not drafting Drake May. I know Coach Otoshin Sr. He didn't get to watch the game today. He has, as Shane can attest, I know we haven't had him on, but we should coming soon. Uh, he has been a Daniels fan all season long. Philip, I'm telling you, this Daniels from LSU. <laughs> so that's the funny part his. about it is he's the – in eight days, Daniel will be 25. Is going to be the same age as Justin Fields. 25, right? Or 24. And, and you can say that it doesn't matter, but by the time you get into the second contracts, listen, everything is taken into consideration. Then you go to the opposite end of the spectrum. J.J. McCarthy's 20 for Michigan. I think he's going to come out, McCarthy. I think Coach is in the league, maybe. <laughs> oh, Kerry Franklin. He's another guy. Love Kerry. And I love Otis and Key's guy. But these guys have been the rainbows and sunshines of TTNL. I'm going to make you guys T-shirts. So when we do come out to Chicago for the draft, I'm giving you them. Two wins in a row, says Kerry. This team plays all out for these coaching. The players play with so much heart. I would 100 stick with this team as is. All right. That's actually Gary's opinion there. This Boson said it perfectly here. There's two sides to it. The emotional one and the business one. And guess what? It's, it's probably going to come down to the business one. It's just, just the way that it is. Sometimes <laughs> the timing sucks. It, and it's going to depend on what they believe, who they believe is available do they believe in them this is 
And there's going to be a, there's going to be a market for Justin guy. There, there's going to, I think there's going to be a big market for Justin. I think Seattle will be involved. Atlanta, obviously. Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, New definitely. Orleans. I got a call. I'm telling you, Pittsburgh is really will be involved in Justin Fields. Just letting everybody know that. Listen, this is the most excited I this morning. I felt like shit. To be honest, I I went into a mindset of saying whatever fucking happens, happens. There was no excitement, no nervousness that I normally get for this team. It was just how Shane is looking right now. That one finger up. I'm just gonna watch this game. Show Brock, me, Brock show me who you are. Ebo 54 yard touchdown in stress. Listen, Brock Purdy's my starting quarterback in fantasy, Shane. So that's good news. Same with DJ Moore. <laughs> I'm on a seven game winning streak. Let's knock on wood there. I'm not in the TTNL league. Chris Jackal didn't invite me. He didn't want me to beat everybody's ass. Mohammed L. Me. Justin Fields guy, Mr. Ohio State himself, 499, can confidently say with McVay and Harbaugh, Justin Fields is a top 10 quarterback. His feet aren't aligned with this release, needs a good coach. Warts won't be fixed this year. I totally agree. I think, I think both of those guys have way more confidence than Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh is the penicillin to this fucking team, without a doubt. He's going to give you the answer at quarterback oh my the day God. you hire him. He's yeah. going to come in and say, I don't want to work with a rookie. I can unlock Justin. So that's it. Or I love Caleb. I love Drake May. Or I want J.J. McCarthy in a trade down if he's available. Whatever it is, he's going to give you the answer day one at quarterback. He's the If Kevin Warren... And I have heard different that Kevin Warren and Jim Harbaugh are fine than whatever the athletic released. I am on this boat with Shane, who said it to me as well. If Kevin Warren's personal vendetta, if it was, if it was, and you're avoiding Jim Harbaugh, that's the same small town thinking of George McCaskey hiring Ernie Accorsi right. and Bill Polian and avoiding guys like Bruce Arians and actual head coaching candidates. We know there is zero. Nobody's even close to Jim Harbaugh when it comes to saving this franchise. Not Matt Eberflus, not Luke Getze, none of these guys. I say that with pure calm. I don't even have to wait. Oh, they won out. But there's a chance at Jim Harbaugh. Goodbye, Eberflus. Because the definition of a head coach who's won on every fucking level, don't throw me a stat. Just watch the dude play with the talent he has and identifies it and creates offense and defense about that talent. He was 49 wins in the NFL, went to fucking two NFC championships or three and the Super Bowl, then turned around a fucking scholarship-dreaded academic priority school like Stanford, then goes to Michigan and does what? Wins the Big Ten three fucking years in a row, beats Ohio State, 
what now? Three times? Two times? What is it? Well, yeah, just a couple of times, but he's been cheating. The reality is <laughs> this is the answer for the Bears. It's right sitting in front of you. All the stars are aligned, as Greg Braggs had said to me. You can't fuck this up. It's just, it's just there. So, David Smith, our gotta guy, got to give him props. I don't, defense. I don't think I've seen Keys guy in the chat. But defense. I'm sure he's, he's low. I got to give him props, man. I wanted to see him do it against a legitimate quarterback, and they did. They, they went out there. They dominated. Got to continue. Now go, now go do it again. Can't lose against the fucking Browns. Joe Flacco led Browns, who beat up on somebody. Who just got named the starter for the rest of the year, officially. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's been the bear. That's been this the Bears' been MO, the bear story. Right? Yeah. We go out. Oh, we're gonna go there. We're gonna eat Joe Flacco up, and then the Bears don't touch him, and he throw four, throws four touchdowns. But three hundred and thirty-two yards, four touchdowns, and we're all looking around. Yeah, but but remember what we did against Detroit? No, that's the thing. Win out, Dion. I right. still, even if they won out and you had a chance, I'm taking field. I mean, uh, Harbaugh, Dion Lindsay. Thank you, dollar ninety nine. Justin Fields and the OC do not match together. I agree. I agree. I agree. Think about that fucking run where Justin gets his fucking head and brain taken out. I thought he was done. Me too. He's laying on the ground. Like, what are you calling that? Minsky smashed him twice today. Minsky laid on him. Yeah. And I couldn't believe there wasn't a flag. Yeah. Especially yeah. how, what, what did Dexter, who did we play last week? Minnesota and Dexter oh, got a yeah, flag for that. Yeah, yeah, it was two weeks ago. Oh my ago. God, Around two weeks ago. But yeah. Cigar connoisseur. He must be having some wacky tobacco in his cigar. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the people, people are looking at the fingernails and the the crying with his mom. And I, am I going to paint him Ryan Leaf? I, I don't know. I've never sat down with a kid. My that's Ryan my Leaf no has a lot of drug problems, emotional oh, problems. He's in prison. He was in prison. Still yeah. found a job on the NFL Network. It's well, he's cleaned up and and done all that. I mean, second chances for for anybody. But I think I think probably the 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 I I am not a generational talent guy. I think that that term gets thrown around way too much. He's extremely talented, and that's and that's fine. But I, I people are like always on one end of the spectrum with he's generational, and then the people that are. Against Caleb Williams is oh he's a diva, he gives me Ryan Leaf vibes, and we're gonna see that that shows you how critical it is when you it it might not even come down to tape a lot of times with people who's the man who what is he like when you're sitting down with him does the game matter to him does he need it can he live without it that's all a part of this process and unfortunately. We're not going to know here. We're not going to have the ability to sit down with, with Caleb. I would love to sit down with him for an hour or two because I feel like I could tell a lot just from a, a interaction with him like that. Ryan Poles can't get into the thing of forcing the issue. 
forcing himself to love Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels, any of these guys. You have to know it without a shadow of a doubt. TTNL Patreon has been the best 23 cents a day my wife lets me spend. <laughs> this is a great line by Rich Gordon. I had to put that's that a, That's a t-shirt, right. <laughs> Mo says, my biggest fear is we draft Caleb. He flops. Justin succeeds. Or we keep Justin and Caleb succeeds. I pray whatever we do is right. And that's the that's the game, that's man. Football, man. That is, and, and, you think the fucking Jets wish they took Dan Marino and sent Ken O'Brien? Yeah. They were worried about Dan Marino. He's, oh, he's a partier. Oh, does that sound similar to Caleb? Like, you got to fucking got to go on the tape, man. Wayne Bender, five bucks. Thanks, man. I don't get all the CW hate. To be honest, the dude can play. He could possibly elevate the passing game to new heights, in my opinion. Dude, I, Wayne, honestly, I, right. don't look at the final scores or three interceptions against Notre Dame. Look at the fucking arm anticipation, ball accuracy. There is there Jerry Rice's kid declared for the draft. He probably won't even get drafted. Maybe. Yeah, he'll get drafted, Wait. but it's but that's the thing, Phil. If you watch, Come I was I, I was diving into to some Caleb Caleb tape the other night, and it's just the he does not have the talent. And when you when you look at the all twenty two of of Justin versus watching Caleb in college, and Adam Hogue spoke on this too. You don't see the guys coming open and now does that happen every time with justin no but i can show you multiple times every single game where justin has a guy sees him and doesn't rip the football it happened today yes. with cole Komet at the goal line it happened with foreman the in way the route in the flat yeah it happened foreman in the flat where he took this fucking sack yeah he just has to stand there at seven step and throw it to the checkdown, Mr. Inglewood. Five bucks. Uh, can you unpack Roquan's comments about JF1? What's the difference in his game and Lamar? Listen, I good for Roquan. You got paid. I don't, I think Roquan is still pissed that the Bears trade him, traded him. I don't think he thought he was going to get traded. I think he thought he had the Bears over a barrel and they would never deal him, and they did. Roquan Smith sure is talking an awful lot about the Bears. And yes, I understand he was asked the question, but you can also dismiss the question and not answer it. But I I, I don't give two shits what Roquan thinks. I didn't about even see this. He just said he needs more talent around him is oh, essentially oh, okay. the, the crux of it. And that's yeah. great. Fine. Thanks. Thanks, Roquan. Guess what? Breaking news. I still make the deal. With Roquan to Baltimore. Oh, my God. He'll do it. It was a smart move. He wasn't a transcendent talent on the off-the-ball linebacker. Should be. I know he makes a lot of tackles, but guess who leads the league in tackles? Our guy. Our new middle linebacker does. So there seems to be a semblance of oh, gathering statistics in this. He's not. It's Edwards has more than. Yeah, Edwards, yeah, our linebacker. You said the new middle linebacker. He's he's the one. Well, 
Whatever. Let's go. Do you need I'm me to explain what? Back. You need me to explain what the positions are? In eighty times. Oh yeah. You want people to sign up for Patreon? Ninety-four percent of the He's time. He's a middle linebacker. <laughs> Brandon Norris, nine ninety-nine. Thank you, Brandon. No doubt Justin needs to improve. There's always going to be bad throws, but he's a big reason why we won today. He consistently makes big plays, but he also holds the ball too long, and he need you need a middle ground. That that's what we're saying. It's it's just not consistent. And I'll tell you what, guys, there's a there's one consistent thing in the history of the NFL, except one outlier that everyone goes to, and that's Trent Dilfer, right? Everybody who wins a Super Bowl has consistent big-time performances from their quarterback down the stretch. There's no missed opportunities. There's no leading the league in fourth-quarter turnovers or two-minute fumbles and interceptions. There's no, that drama doesn't even bring itself to light. So the Justin Fields haters – Versus the apologists all resort back to the same story. And the middle line where we are watching tape is that it's too inconsistent right now. Right. So you're proving the point here. The goal is to find consistency from Justin. Now, we've always been on the record on this. I put Getsy the higher problem. But why I put it there, the head coach over him, is because he has to turn around and say, you can't call plays anymore for us. It's the head coach's job. Never did it. After the 24 screen game, he still has a job. Today, you could have lost the game. You said it yourself. In your, We almost lost momentum there. Yeah. Fucking dumbass play calls. Whose blame is that? Right. Hundred Ben Frank again four ninety nine. I think Justin Fields is not progression progressing yeah. because of the lack of using his strengths over his years to gain confidence. I totally agree. I'm saying this over and over and over again that I can fix Justin Fields to be the point of consistency that you win in the NFL. The same story was written. It was ready. You had Bill Polian calling Lamar Jackson a wide receiver. You heard the same kind of shit going down on Justin Fields by a lot of people, Mike Lombardi included, right? He's not the answer. He's not a good quarterback. There's been so many ups and downs and manipulations of truths with Justin Fields analysts. I say... The issue has been the offense that you have him running. You can create around Justin Fields like they have done with Lamar, and all of a sudden you're cooking because the game of football is about determination, blocking and tackling, catching the football, moving the chains. These things Justin could threaten teams. Get them under center. Go to some old-school pro sets, two backs, split behind him imagine it and he's running trust me right this dude could fucking blow up and be beyond anything but we don't get that in chicago 
Don, would you trade Jervon Dexter? Don is back. Noah Sewell and Tremaine Edmonds to keep Roquan Smith. Maybe they still go out and sign Edwards. I don't think they do if they keep Roquan. I make that trade every single day and twice on Sunday. That's what the Roquan the, trade. That's the you wouldn't have argument. Dexter, you wouldn't have Noah Sewell. So no Sewell. You got future... Dexter Sewell. You got AJ Klein in, in the deal, which was just a throw in. They ended up releasing right. him. That's fine. But then you signed Tremaine Edmonds and you signed TJ Edwards and you still saved money. Because I don't want to hear total con. I'm talking guaranteed dollars. You still saved money. And Roquan's the sweat. Roquan's you can throw sweat in there right. too. And Ro- Roquan's production is essentially what you're getting out of TJ Edwards. It's fine. It's Don does come back with ten dollars and thanks for answering the question, Shay. Yeah, that was like an hour and a half ago. But I'm his, it right here. It was he left out his 47 comments about <laughs> Justin Fields. <laughs> that was clever editing yeah. by me. Yes, Come yes. On. Don't blow it for me. Blind squirrel, five dollars. Every blind squirrel gets a nut. Getsy, though, not picking up the blitzes all game. He can't pick his head out of his ass in the play back and watch what's happening on the field. I, I don't. Getsy is the biggest uh, anxiety that I have each and every Sunday. What is the offensive coordinator going to call now to make me laugh? Today was the fake foot push push with toss to fucking DJ Moore. It remind it reeks of Matt Nagy handing off to Cordero Patterson on fourth and one. And you knew something crazy was coming up, Phil. Next, you you just you could feel it because he's he's out there playing Madden. Brandon Norris, four ninety nine. Thanks, Brandon. Is it the coach? Is it or is it the coach? Is a great defensive coach or that everyone is finally healthy? On defense, I think Fluce has made a difference on defense. I, I do. I, I think it looks like a completely different defense under Matt Eberflus versus what it looked like under Allen Williams. And you I have knew to. Allen was a terrible right, and you have to give Matt Eberflus credit there. Can we say that Jervon Dexter isn't developing? Can we? He absolutely is. Both of those rookies. Tyreek Stevenson is a different player oh now God. than what he was in the beginning of the year. You have to give Fluce credit there. Is everything developing on offense? And that that's that's the biggest part, guys. There's an there's another side of the ball. And, and please, 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 just do this for me. Please stop asking if we can keep him as a defensive coordinator and hire a new head coach. That's never going to happen nor should it that no coach worth anything is ever going to agree to that ever nor should they it's not a possibility well said bro but it's asked all the time no i'm glad you said it we will lawrence lawrence we're gonna show a lot of it if they get the number one draft we're gonna last year we didn't do a ton of work because we always knew that they were going to stay with justin Kind of as a network, we came to that agreement that, you know, we still broke things down, but 
this year is going to be different. We're going to get into gotta it. It's got to be different. And guess what, guys? If Justin is traded, you're going to know then the situation. And I think if Justin is traded, it's going to be well before the draft. I totally agree. New league that. year starts in what, March 13th, March 14th, right around there. And, you know, the, the Bears traded the number one pick. I believe it was March 10th last year. Was it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So oh, well, there's going to be Adam Schefter is going to be busy and you Bears fans as well as the network. Oh, yeah. Going to be crazy busy breaking down the draft. And and you have it like it. nobody else. Draft mob. Draft Watch mob the first back. half Caleb Williams against Notre Dame and you see the second half Caleb Williams. Now, he didn't he didn't play gangbusters, but I I listened to the podcast with Rick Spielman and he said the way that he finished the game is going to be way more important to what teams and higher ups want to see is that he didn't continue the meltdown. And people want to say that he sucks. He had three interceptions against Notre Dame. He finished the season with five. No, I think he had six interceptions on the season. I'll give it to you right now. I thought it was you're, 30 and five. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He had 30 touchdowns, five interceptions, and 3,633 yards. And three of the picks were in the first half against Notre three Dame. Three interceptions against Notre Dame. Let's relax and stop listening to these fucking blog boy fake dudes that think they know how to break down tape, that are on every social media service. I don't have to list them. You know them. There's a reason why we go to patron because we don't want to be people were stealing shit from me taking my audio off of it and using it as their own it's like what the f like have some fucking class and integrity that's why we do this just for the truth and i want to surround myself with good people that know the game of football inside and out. You don't have to have played the game to know the game. I've never, I'm going to say that. It helps. It helps. But if you love the game and want to learn, there's no other place to look than Bill Belichick. Never fucking played. Maybe played Pop Warner. Anyway, ladies and gents, I guess we'll have to wait till the end of the season is over to see what QB we have starting as far as this ass this coaching staff goes they all should be out of here i'm with you d i think a full court press should be after jim harbaugh and the chicago bears and let jim decide on justin fields versus caleb daniels and all of the quarterbacks in this draft free agency and whatever he wants that would be the most exciting time in my life as a Bears fan because I finally know that you actually have a head coach. Like, don't sell me that, oh, great, we got our defense is improving, showing improving. Win out, show me the reality of what you're building, but this offensive coordinator, there's not a person in this room, nobody, that could say, oh, I really love Getsy and what he's doing. But now nobody. Kyle Flynn, $2. Thank you, Kyle. Defense wins championships. Defense travels. I agree not with you. Not alone, though. <laughs> it, it, 
in the big game, defense is needed yeah, to be there. You, you, yeah, it does. Absolutely. It's got to be a part of big part of the equation. I understand. But you also need an explosive, consistent offense to get there. I it's agree. Very, very rare. If, if it's Corn not. Planter, $2. He's a Commodore 64 guy. That's no, right. You play Choplifter on Commodore 6? Hell yeah, I did. Those little fucking people running out of those huts. I had to pick them up with the helicopter landing. They'll love that game. Tate and Dev got a special Atari 2600 and up for Hanukkah. You left my con. I wanted to answer oh, that. Yeah, just do I have I, I I would take Justin Fields all day every day at any point over Mitch Trubisky. There you go. Not even close for me. I'm with Shane 100. Never would have drafted Mitch in the first place. And neither would have I. Justin Fields' press conference sounds like him trying to read a defense slow and trying to figure it out instead of knowing. Kendy Nicholas, four ninety nine. Thank you, Kendy. Thank you, Kendy. Oh. Uh, Justin DDP. Yeah. Oh, we already we did, did yeah, that. Yeah, we did that one. Kendy, we did. Yeah. Don Edwards, Doctor Phil, accountability. I agree. Got to find it. I think Don likes Justin Fields. I heard that someplace. <laughs> Justin struggles Brown. with acting out play fakes as well. Yeah, that's oh. big time. It, it, Even on it, that reverse yeah, yeah. chain, just Phil, give a fucking effort. Phil, Dip your shoulder how down. How many times? We, I was watching, like I said, I jumped into some Caleb Williams tape last night, and then I was sitting here talking to my son, and the, the tape ended, and then it went over into – some highlights of, of Tom Brady. And it was specifically focusing on not his touchdowns or anything like that, but it was all on his play fakes. And it was fucking seamless. I mean, it was like a maestro out there with it. And it, it made me think of that. How many hours have you and I talked about that with, with Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler would just do He He wouldn't even so lazy hardly attempt it. When you're Little, worried about yeah. getting to the throw you've missed the point of action that was jay cutler and chris you're right this is an area that he can guess what you do when you act out you actually make the defense step falsely which creates opens you can't be impatient you have to trust it and the great plays that you see on ESPN and all the highlights and what Shane is talking about with Tom Brady and the reason I call him the GOAT. Yes, Coach Fish, my boy, Tom Brady is the best to ever do it. There's no debating it to me. It's because all of the intricacies of the game, from anticipation to action to where He's checking off the protection. He understood it. E will 48, 499. Seasons end. Higher hardball despite how they finish. Smash the like button and sign up for Patreon, you cheap motherfuckers. It's only seven bucks. <laughs> Thank you, E will. E will 48. 
Oh, Gerald God. Smith, nine ninety nine. Could this all be a ploy to boost the price of the number one pick? You want the rest of the teams in the NFL think there's a strong chance that the Bears are going to pick Caleb Williams? I I don't think it's that deep, guys. Like I said, I think it just comes down to cost control, and if they believe in Caleb Williams, which a lot of people do, we don't know how they feel about him yet. I think it's just as simple as that. They realize that they can continue to build the team. And they don't have to worry about a, a massive contract at quarterback. Like I said, sometimes the timing just sucks. And and we'll see. It's all it's all gonna depend on how they grade these guys out. I mean, it's that it's that simple. And denying the Detroit Lions. <laughs> it was a tough day for those Lions there. Oh, cool. I hit it. Yeah. DJ Daniels. Uh, guys, if the Bears keep Fluce and draft Caleb Williams, do they retain Getsy? Well, that's that's my fear. Listen, if, ah. you, if you decide that you're bringing in a rookie quarterback, to me, the entire fucking coaching staff has to be gone. I, I cannot turn Matt Eberflus and Luke Getsy over to a rookie quarterback. Can't do it. They've done this They've over done. and over again. They don't exactly. So that that's me. I'm with you. I I, I, I am at the, the point coaching staff. Is back, I think if the coaching staff is back, Justin is back, and they will mortgage the pick. Maybe they'll mortgage both picks. We'll see, and you'll see draft compensation like we've never never seen before. But I know, we're not there yet. It's gonna be easy to see that, but. I as if I was the president, Kevin Warren, no matter what happens, I'd fire them all and get Jim Harbaugh. That's it. Yeah. Gerald, Gerald Smith. Smith. Go I think ahead. Kevin Warren is a shoe salesman. The the fact that Eberflus is still here. George McCaskey is still calling shots his politics. Listen, I've been I think it's okay to be critical of Kevin because we haven't seen anything yet. But I also understand the point in he just got here in April. I think he's going to let everything play out. And he's either going to drop the fucking hammer in a big, big way, or mm -hmm. he's going to drop the hammer on a few people. I, just because he hasn't fired Matt Eberflus or Luke Getze in season, I'm not holding that against him when he just got here in April taking it over. I don't think that there's anything wrong with, with sitting back. Because, listen, if you make a change in season, those those guys aren't going to be here either. That's why they get the interim label. Very rarely are you moving ahead with them. So I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not buying that he's a shoe salesman yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. It's a tough situation. Franklin is back. Are the best Bears coverage. Fifty dollars is, Jim. in my opinion. Thank you guys for keeping this up. Great show. Carrie keeps on dropping these fifty burgers. We're gonna have to call this the Carrie uh, Franklin Always Pays Network. <laughs> Dudes out here dropping dollar dollar bills, y'all. Carrie Franklin, love you. Sweet. Hope all is well with the fam, Carrie. We appreciate oh, you, Carrie. Mike E, what do you think polls will do with JJ? Franchise him, long-term contract. See, now to me, as long as his his um 
financial expectations aren't that he has to be the number one paid corner in the league. I'm continuing with with Jalen Johnson. I think he has stepped up his game, and that's what you want to see. And worst case scenario, you franchise him for another year and make make him prove it again. But I don't want to get rid of a 24 year old corner over a couple of million bucks when you have essentially you're going to have around 90 to 94 million dollars available under the cap and one more thing to think about if they make the decision to go to a rookie quarterback that's cost control for the next handful of years that's a big benefit right there when you want to bring extend guys like jalen johnson I'm with you on that one. I think he, and it's to my surprise, he continues to step up. Yeah. He did double clutch that one today. If you go back and watch it, I, I thought at first, but the the Eddie Jackson call was bullshit. But I just that took you back to what the twelve yard line. Where was the block in the back? It was he... almost immediately. He just nudged him. It's a bullshit call. You see it. Oh my! All the God. time. Yeah. If you go back, but um, hold on before. Yeah, we keep going with these tomorrow night. Jump on TTNL 8:30, the Super 16 Bowl show with Chris Zorich and myself talking about all the bowls and the craziness of college football, the awards. Chris Zorich was at in Vegas, Shane. And Mike Stonebreaker, former Bear. He lost so much in Vegas, they took half his jersey away by that picture, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love the hip pads, Chris. (laughs) Coming up tomorrow night, we're going to be live. You can see Zorich and me right there, keeping it 100. Zorich here on the network with us. Some of you don't even know. Tomorrow night, 830, we're going to be talking to all college football Heisman, even Chris will be talking a little bit about what yeah. went down tonight with the Chicago Bears. I'm look. At, I don't know how. How did you put that little OBJ? OBJ. How do you do that? One-handed gaming, a dollar ninety-nine. How do you, you guys feel about? I like him as a college quarterback. I just don't think he's gonna be. Yeah, he's not my bag of tea to to build my team around. And obviously, medicals are going to play a big, big part in it. Like, I, I have guys that I like at quarterback. Um, if the I Bears, like if the Bears, these are different. Yeah, if the Bears Aiden drafted McDowell. him, if the Bears drafted him to, to be the next guy, I'd, uh, I'd probably be a little volatile on some, on some shows and on draft night. But yeah, very good college quarterback. He's going to be playing. We're going to be talking about him tomorrow night, one-handed gaming. Let's hear what Chris Zorich thinks of him. Hands down, $9.99. Just a $9.99. Zorich just sent us a text. Did you look at your phone? No, I didn't. He re- he's watching. He just responded. I love my hip pads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you should have been ready to jump on this show today. I wonder if he was at Soldier Field signing autographs today. Signing babies' heads, signing ladies' uh, cleavage and shit in Vegas. Throwing Dave Wanstead fifteen bucks for a plate of spaghetti so he could fucking eat. <laughs> he probably had to. 
Well, let me tell you something about Chris Zorich, man. I was talking to him, and I, I asked him to pay for the food because, you know, George and Mike. Shut the fuck up, Wani. Spaghetti's not cheap. <laughs> Who made the sauce on that spaghetti? Thank you, hands down, Lou of the win. Bear fucking down. Got you. Thank you, sir. Here we go. Love to DDP and Shane. Best Bears content. Is there a world where you bring in a new head coach and keep loose as your DC? Oh, it's not defense is playing for him. That's like that's like being married to a chick and saying, you know what? You can let this dude come live with us, and I'm just going to do your laundry. <laughs> don't fucking work that way. It don't work that way. Uh-oh. No, would you? Can you imagine if they were dumb enough to even ask me? I, I mean, if I that would be the equivalent of yeah. wait, the Bears could do something like this, but it might have happened under Ted Phillips. Because Ted yeah. Phillips would have these ideas with Michael McCaskey. Yeah. And they'd be like, listen, Dave McGinnis is our new head coach. We just signed him. And Dave McGinnis is driving in the limo back no, to we the can do, what? We could announce this before he signed the contract. We may be able to si- save a you know a couple million dollars. Hold on. The Bears. We're the Bears. Can you see Ted walking in? Matt, we love you. Honestly, you turned around the defense. Would you be willing to step down a little bit and be our defensive coordinator so we can bring a new head coach in? Breaking news. The tape never lies. Network breaking news. This just in. Jim Larson. There he is. With the almost fitty burger. FGB, 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 FGB. Now, is that Green Bay Packers or Green Bay? I don't know. Green Bay. Then he slips in there. Fuck Greg Braggs. That's. I don't know about Jim Larson. I'm a CHGO superstar. You want my autograph? I'm going to go get a gordita. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have Greg Braggs on. We should have Jim and Greg on. And Jim brings out. Steel cage death match. Oh, my God. The debate Braggs versus Larison on TTNL would be. Maybe this year, instead of our fight night for draft, it's just Larison versus Braggs. We bring out Larison's 4,000 yeah. shows. Zorich can be the referee. He can put Zorich his would be the on. ref. No, he would wear a half shirt, though. It'd have to yeah. be that. Half shirt. Sme- we'll get him a smedium. A smedium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank I you, love Jim. Jim. We love, love you, Jim. And Jim gave away his tickets today. He did to a to family. a family five yeah five kids never been to a game that's the kind of guy he I, is Jim. I would take those tickets Larry <laughs> CHGO don't pay me enough 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Bear down. Nice win. Dare I say we can make the playoffs with some help. Good win. I love you guys. Keep it up, TTNL. Waylon Lumley, 499. Waylon, the, the new dad, Waylon. right? Waylon. I think we sent him some TTNL baby swag. The new dad. Yeah. Congratulations, Waylon. Hopefully you're getting some sleep. I know I didn't when my daughter popped on the scene. Because you don't get any ass. Yeah. So hopefully right. you Jeez, I guess so. This is an adult show, Chris Sorich. I don't know. He looked pretty good getting Jameer Gibbs down in the open field. That was a hell of a play. Oh, that was a big play. I don't think I think he's starting to round in. He's he's making some plays, man. I think he's getting his role now more. And I think he was he had a pick too. Yeah, another one. And I think he was dinged up a little bit more than we expect. Or than we heard about, let's just say. But yeah, he was slow going in. But I love the Bears linebackers moving forward. And you have a young develop developing guy behind him and Noah Sewell with Sam Bourne and Edwards and Edmonds. Yeah, Edwards. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't need any linebackers. That goes back to Don Edwards and Roquan. Lauren Yoshi. Super sicker. Yeah, Lauren Yoshimura. How do you feel about the Shohei Otani signing, Lauren? Huh? I know that. Or Cubs fans. Shout out to my guy, Adam Rank. It's his birthday today. The Bears won, but unfortunately. Shohei kicked them right square in the balls yesterday, though. <laughs> no, seriously. Adam, Adam, happy birthday, Great man. Team. We love you. And. Sorry about baseball, but I don't give a fuck about baseball. James Hunter, $5. I want Jim Harbaugh, but I think it's less than a 5% chance for multiple reasons. If it is, those multiple reasons are why you continue to be a seller dweller. That's the problem. It's more important than any free agent, any fucking draft pick is the head coach. If you're willing to hit your fucking wagons, to inconsistent Matt, to 8-23 and 23 Matt, then, hey, that's on you. Or 8-22 and 22 Matt now. That's on you. For me, no. Don't care, Brad. Why would I care if they're paying him 70 mil? It's mostly deferred. My Fuck a cap. Listen, there is no cap in baseball, so I'm going to be mad at the Dodgers for reinvesting into their team. 95% of... Chicago Cubs fans, I got text yesterday saying, "Oh, we would have we would have stopped at six hundred mil. <laughs> Not a big difference between six and seven hundred mil." The pure they're, bliss. They're investing in their team. Why would I give two shits about it? There's no cap. That's their money. They're worth five billion. Why? Why worry about seventy care? mil? Yeah. Who it's cares about the money of another team? So man, I fucking I fucked up, but. Only Claudio cares about the money. Bingo, fourth phase. Baseball talk. But he's right. Why are we getting baseball talk here? Can't believe this. Cubs fans are mad. What's this OBJ? What is that? Smartest man, Sandor Sanders or Caleb Williams? Not even close. He's talking about Deion's son. He's not coming out, first off. Caleb Williams, all day, all night. Not even remotely close. Shador, Every day, Shador all Sanders day. Even when everyone's sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Zorich can answer that tomorrow for you. 
Kendi, Kindy. Kendi, Kindy. I forget how to say it. What do you guys think about keeping Justin Fields and drafting Marvin Harrison and a left tackle? I would love that if Jim Harbaugh is the head coach. If Luke Getzey's here, I just don't think he's building around Justin Fields. And I don't get the recency bias that we see Chicago Bears fans have. You're ready to re-up this marriage after one game of winning. That stuff I, I just don't get. This is the first time in the history of this coach that he's won two games in the row. And this is the second time he's de defeated a division opponent. Let's tap the brakes on, on building a future. Their defense is playing great. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. Because God knows they go out there to Cleveland next weekend and get their shit kicked in. What are you going to say then? Can't wait till next season. It's God. It's like, come on. This yeah, is, I've been in this position too many times. And Justin's got to be motivated. Big time. He Hell wants yeah. some redemption for that game in Cleveland. We remember what the first one was like, and that's not his fault. Of course, Matt Nagy was a mouth-breathing idiot. That was his debut into the NFL. Yeah, you want some, some retribution for that. Mr. Mayhem believes in Justin Fields. Trying to catch up. There's so many. Yeah, it's over. It's over, right here. Gary, didn't, it's over. So, yeah, I guess we're staying. No. We're staying. I was told Patrick Mahomes would be that. He's going to be a bust. Just wait and see. Anybody can bet on a 50% chance. There's always going to be outliers, okay? And it happens to go along with the situation that you go in today. Uh, where and what culture you get to. Great win for the Bears today. Our Lions have not been good at all since the Ravens kicked our butts. So, Holy, Dale. Is this, is this a rational Lions fan? This is a, dude. Jesus, Dale. God bless you. Can we get Dale on our show? Oh my God. Because the other dude disappeared, but I wanted Dale. Look at Jose Torres. Love some Jim Larison. That's right. Love some Jim Larison. This is why I love oh. Jim. Okay. Oh, my bad. Waylon says no sleep, Sheree. no ass, but Bears win. Some good news. I'm sorry, Sheree. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. Crazy here in the NFL. Anyone watching these videos and aren't subscribed on Patreon are not supporting the best Bears coverage on the planet. Full stop. Boom. I heard Troy Aikman say pause. Yeah. It's cool Kennedy in the chat. <laughs> I say. That, that is whatever I do hear that, I always think of CK 100 That's all I thought. Pause. And he's like, he caught himself. And there was this video of these women watching it. And he's like, like my comment, you got to get skinny in the hole and fill it. You can't pull out of there too quick because you got to attack up the center there. You got to like what that's what Wayland did. He attacked up the center. Exactly. Waylon Lumley, right? He exactly. pulled out too quick and he attacked up the center. Good job, exactly. Wayland. 
Yes, this is who we have, D Daniel. I was actually talking about Daniel this weekend. We had, went out, went over to our friends out. We went bowling and then went to their house, and we were just talking about Chicago because they had never been. And I was like, oh, you got to go. Our buddy Jim Larison has taken us to amazing places, but there's this guy, Daniel. He knows every place you got to see in Chicago. He's the, the tour guy. The official mustache of TTNL. The official mustache of TTNL. But anyway, Daniel, Cleveland, Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay. That's it. Cleveland. What What's going to be the spread of Cleveland versus Chicago next week? I, I have no fucking clue. Couldn't tell you. I know Brad Biggs usually tweets it out from his man on the strip. but So Cleveland at Cleveland. Then you have Arizona, I believe. Is Arizona at home? Yeah, that's New or Christmas Eve. There it is, Christmas Eve. Nice, and, nice and cold for Are you, Kyler. Have you done Christmas shopping for this kid? These kids? Yeah, I've been doing some. Yeah, so behind, bro. Well, that's dude. All you need is a phone and Amazon. No, I'm gonna have to do that. What do, what do you think of those? I know you have experience with the fireplace wall mount thing. Are those good? I have a 72-inch one right there. It throws heat. Oh, yeah. And it's all, mine's LED, so it's like you can change the color of the fire really? and the rocks. and Really? Oh, yeah. I'll send you a picture. Is it, does it run a lot of electricity on that thing, or is it good? <laughs> Yeah, I stick a fucking meter in it to to, to oh, monitor that. Phil. Your electric bill. Oh, know. turn off the fireplace, kids! <laughs> electricity just fucking jumped up to thirteen point six gigawatts. The flux yeah. capacitor is melting. Oh, fuck no, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I'm trying. Our back room has just electric floorboards. Yeah. And we have solar, but I worry that you're going to run the heat too high. So I keep going in there. Dev puts it up to like 75. You mean the the heat's going to be too much for what? The floor? The bill. The heating bill. Oh, no, it's electric. that much, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'm worried. I'm, I thought I'd never be my dad, and now I sound just like him. Cherie, what's up, girl? The Bears win. Michigan is in the championship bowl series i'm debating going to the cardinals game she says she's going debating it's christmas eve you and mom dukes i could see you at the car the cardinals game next to watching the bears bhl is the highlight of my bears game day keep on keeping it 100 Hands down, four ninety nine. Thank you so much. Hands down. I wish I could go to the Cardinals game on Christmas Eve, but my wife would kill me. Chris Zorich never takes care of us, Shane. Never cares enough about <laughs> Shane and Phil. <laughs> can't hear you if you said anything, but I could see you're laughing. You're muted or something. I don't know why I can't. 
You're on purpose. Yeah. I'll subscribe to Patreon so dad can have warm toes. Yeah. No, I was repeating Mr. Zorich's text. This is fuck all (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Yeah, that's why I saw it pop up on my 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 Mac computer. I was getting a picture loaded up for you if I can just is it Jim? Is it Chris Zorich's cut off jersey? No, no. Where the hell did it go? Hold on. HL wants to put dinner on a game. I'm thinking he's talking about Michigan, Alabama. See if he feels like losing. That's fine. I'll I'll let him pay for my food. I can't wait till tomorrow night to break it all down and have Chris get after us right there. The Super 16 Bowl Show with Chris Zorich and myself tomorrow night, 8:30 East. That's 7:30 in your time. Say your pledge. Army beat Navy, Ivan. I'm sorry. And Chris and I will be talking about Army-Navy game as well tomorrow night as HL wants to put money up. Alabama versus Michigan. Unbelievable. It's going to be fun. So there, that's what I was doing. I was taking a picture. It's not the greatest picture. What's the chair over here? Oh, I have two office chairs. Yeah, That's a nice-looking chair. I got two of those things, but yeah, that's my that's my 1.21 gigawatt electricity fucking smasher right there. Look at that. Fucking Vikings and Raiders are in the third quarter and it's zero zero. Oh Josh Dobbs, baby. Holy shit. That is a nice looking fireplace there. Yeah, changes colors and everything. Look at that fucking. Look at that, that power job. cable job down there. I, got, I don't have that shit hanging down low, Phil. Somebody did their job there. Shane did his job there. You did that? Oh, hell yeah. That's nice. Nice. Is there a hidden door somewhere in there? Because Larison would find that. Behind that bear's flag. You tap it a little bit? Yeah, stay the fuck out of my room is what I say. <laughs> That's why the chair is there. Keep everybody out. No, my daughter gets in that, and my son pushes her around the room, and it's going way too fast. Jeepers, creepers. Jeepers, creepers. (laughs) Well, it was a great show. The Chicago Bears are victorious, beating up on the Detroit Lions today. We even had a world record, a sane, sound, compassionate Lion fan. Yeah. Came into our chat. You got to give credit there. The end of times. What was his name? Dean? Dave. Dave Dave or Dan? Dean. Let's call him. members? I don't think it was Dave. I'm going to say Dan then. Let's just call him Sane Lions fan. A Sane Lions fan. Listen, we'll be breaking it all down this week. Become a patron right there at the bottom. The TapeNeverLies.com or use the QR code over there and get with it. Do you want to break the news on this? We are going to do that next week. We're doing it next week or oh, might as well do it next week. Yeah, Next week. I think this is the biggest game of the Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus. There will be a live 
commentary show. We can't broadcast the game, but we can have it on just like everybody else does. And you can see our live reactions to it. And we will talk about what we liked and disliked. That's right. Don't be bullshitting anybody. I'm telling you right now, you can't. Because it's going to show right up in that film, boy. The tape never <laughs> lies. You can hear mom in the background getting that fucking coffee ready. Either it's oh, coffee oh. or she, she's scrambling an egg. What is she doing? You could be a middle linebacker making coffee like that. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Got the Mac Jones. Oh, the oh. Mac Jones. Yeah, I have never hidden from my Mac Jones, but other people do. Yeah. I don't. It's hilarious to me. Like, Mac Jones's story will be written for himself. Yeah. And just like Justin's and the next guy. Big chill the MC. I want to see your quarterback list. I'm sure. Big chill the MC. Big chill. Yeah. Big good chill. Oh, Give now it's not chill the MC. There he is. Yeah. Come on, big up. Post your post we'll your, your quarterbacks. We'll see. I've I'm old enough to remember guy quarterbacks failing and succeeding. Failing and succeeding. That's what you're afraid of with Mitch Trubisky, remember? Super Bowls, man. He's been that's what you were afraid of. Lighting up the league. You know what I Jim saw the other Duncan. night when Mitch played? I saw the same Mitch that played when he was here. Deep ball. It's one of two things. It's either overthrown or it's sailed out of bounds. Exactly. And none of us wanted him. But a guy that is getting paid to make that decision, who has the inside information, didn't. He passed on Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Michael Anderson, 499. As a Lion fan, I think Justin is the best option for the Bears. Could be better next year. Look at another sane Lion fan. Unless he wants him here because he doesn't really believe in him, too. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. But I think we can wrap it up there, dude. We're. Yes. This week, though, real quick, my guy, tomorrow night, obviously, Chris Zorich. Then you have another Bears show on Tuesday night with Ivan Vargas, our guy. And then on Wednesday, we got the great voice, the deep bass, the saxophone, the jazz, the fantasy football The guru, dog lover. The dog lover. Yes. Yes, he does love his dog, bro. Oh, yeah. He does. His dog was talking to my dog over the phone. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> but Matt Waldman makes his return to TTNL this Wednesday night. We're going to be talking to Matt about what he thinks the Bears should do with Justin Fields. Is it a Getsy problem? What does he think about these rookie quarterbacks? Uh, Matt has been on the money with a lot of his analysis when it comes to the rookies in the NFL draft. So tune it in here, 8.30 Wednesday night, keeping it 100. That being said, for the smartest man, I'm your guy, Draft Dr. Phil. As I look 
for the ender and i found it there it is we'll see you guys uh next time we'll be back after bears browns when did they play one o'clock next week i think we're all one o'clock all the way from here on out all right so we'll see you then we'll be doing the live reaction show next week cleveland versus chicago the smartest man i'm your guy draft dr phil and this is the best bears post game show on the planet bar none shout out to my guy lawrence the voice of ttnl shane they had their baby he's oh, a dad nice. awesome stuff i uh, wanted to say that before we end we love you guys have a great victory monday Thank you for watching Bears Hour Live, the best post-Bears game show on the planet. On the Tape Never Lies Network.